welcome back to a new series of Belgrade Theatre podcasts, which we'll be releasing in the run-up to physical production's forthcoming musical thriller, Stardust. My name's Heather, and over the next few weeks, I'll be taking you behind the scenes of the show and introducing you to some of the people involved in bringing it to life. This week, I'm joined by Devesh Soda, who has been working with Robbie Keller to shape the music for the show. Could you start by telling me a little bit about how you first got involved with Stardust? So a couple of years ago, we did a first draft of the project, which was called Mad About the Boy. And they brought me on board because I was working on uh, Bring of the Bollywood at the time. And uh, me and Robbie really worked well together, creating songs together. So they decided to bring me on board for this one. He had a few songs already in mind and had lyrics to. And they brought me on to create some pieces to make a trailer or music video. Stardust was kind of born from that, from the idea of it and kind of the concept of the music that we made for it. So I was brought on around 2015, I think. And yeah, from there, we've just been developing it. Can you say a little bit more about that creative process that you go through with Robbie? So he's kind of written the lyrics in these songs, so how do you kind of work together to shape them into the finished piece? So some of the songs that Robbie has written, he wrote quite a while back and had some producer produce it back in the days. So it's very outdated, so it sounds very like 90s. We got together and we discussed exactly what the sound wanted to be, what the songs were supposed to be, and what they're supposed to portray. And we started talking about what we want people to feel. Yeah, that's kind of the process of it. We just really talk, look through the script as well, see how it fits into the story as well. And then we go through references, because this is going to be a very commercial soundtrack. So we've been looking to like uh, Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Bruno Mars, and all those kind of genres, as well as looking at film scores. I think that's really interesting you pick up on influences from contemporary pop music. Obviously the songs in this show, they, they could kind of almost stand alone, but you've got to bear in mind the kind of live experience as well, and also some of them, as you say, have been used for a film before, so what are the differences, I suppose, between creating a soundtrack for a theatre performance as opposed to just producing these songs separately or making them for a film? With a film, generally it's to do with the visuals. There's like some rules within it, for instance, you don't put more instruments into the room that you can actually see. So if it's in like a living room, you wouldn't have a full orchestra playing, you would have it very small. And it's kind of similar with theatre, it depends on how big the stage is and also what you want them to feel. I guess lighting plays a big part of it. You want to know what the lighting state is, if it's really dark, you want to make them feel like they're in a really dark space. If it's very bright, then you can pretty much play with whatever you want really but obviously it's a lot more toned down than it would be in a film because it takes too much away from the theatre production itself if it's like too overpowering so it's usually very subtle and very just kind of more I would say classically animated so like in animation films all the sounds are to what you see if they're like tiptoeing you would have the sound of an orchestra doing a tiptoeing sound with pizzicatos and stuff like that whereas film now these days you don't really do it it's just generally backing score. I suppose you have to, it has to be a little bit more flexible as well because things will change on the night. Sometimes if you're lucky you can time it. (laughs) You basically just watch them run it about 500 times and time it and get an average of where they kind of sit. That's what we did for Bring on the Bollywood. There's one scene towards the end with the mother and daughter and we timed it and the best bit is this because it was just very subtle and very kind of just like emotional strings. It rose and then Towards the end, it didn't really matter if they ended a bit earlier or a bit uh, later because of the way we ended it. 
But yeah, sometimes like if it's a bit unpredictable, if the score is a fixed time, then it's uh, a bit difficult. So you usually make a lot more than you're supposed to and then just fade it out at a point where it seems good to do so, I guess. And are you there like during the performances kind of managing that at the time or is your involvement just kind of in advance while this is all being made? My involvement, well, at least with my experience with physical, is that I'm usually there during the tech runs. I also get to meet the cast and stuff like that so I can get a feeling of the way they're going to portray their character and also to kind of see the timbre of their voices as well if they're singing to see if it's going to fit the songs that we've made for them because we usually do it so that Robbie does the guide vocals for all the tracks and in the key that it's supposed to be in and then hopefully it fits for their voices. So I'm usually there from probably the third read through and then through uh, tech run. You talked a little bit about working on Bring on the Bollywood. Can you tell me a bit about the differences between the music for that show and this show? So Bring on the Bollywood is primarily Bollywood music. It's a lot more Indian influenced and very lovely dovey and a bit over dramatic. And <laughs> um, so the difference between Stardust and that is that Stardust is more of a commercial sounding show. There's Indian influences in it, but it's primarily Western influences and about the Asian culture of an Asian pop star, but in a Western world and the difficulties of that. But the sound for Stardust is more like your Bruno Mars and your uh, Britney Spears and stuff like that. Whereas Bring Up the Bollywood was more orchestral and your more classical Indian and your classical Bollywood style, really. Part of that comes from kind of having the the two different characters. So there's Amor and Amar who have different singing styles, I suppose. There's a lot of different genres going on in this piece. So there's some that are a bit more R&B sounding with a little bit of rap thrown in there from what I've been listening to. And there's some that have that Bollywood influence still. But as you say, most of them are more kind of mainstream pop sounding. Was it difficult to tie all of those things together into something that fitted as a whole? Not really, just because of the fact that we went through references and we stuck to certain artists and producers that we wanted to replicate. And so with commercial music, it's pretty easy to make them all kind of sound pretty similar and fit in terms of tone. So it wasn't really difficult, to be honest. I think the difficulty will be to make sure that the Bollywood songs fit in, because we've taken a very, very old disco Bollywood song. And we've had to revamp it completely so that it sounds like it's in today's era, but also has that 80s feel to it. And then obviously there's going to be a backing score as well. That would be the most difficult part is making the orchestral elements because it's a thriller so it's a bit of like a horror sound to it so I've got to try and fit that into all of the pop and commercial music in there. That sounds quite fun though. Do you enjoy doing all the I, kind of horror shock I, moments? I like doing the horror stuff because <laughs> I mean I specialise in soundtracks and film music so that's kind of my favourite part and it allows me to experiment a lot more. You mentioned that there was a pre-existing Bollywood song that's been included. Can you tell us a bit about the background of that? The song is called Pyar Do Pyar Lo, and in the English version it's called Give Me Love. And they needed something that referenced one of the characters like back in the day and their kind of influences. Back in the day it was a very massive, massive hit. But today, if you listen to it, it's very, very like bizarre. And especially the music video is very, very bizarre and very, very out there. And it's a lot more, because back in the day, they didn't really have, well, at least in India, they didn't really have the studio sessions we have today, where it's like to a click and everything's very tight together. With this, it was more of a free flow. So it was very difficult to remake the whole track and trying to get it into a tempo that is consistent because their tempo is changing is a bit all over the place. So it varies by one or two BPM 
now and then, so it puts it out of play, so you've got to try and retime everything and craft it all together, which is probably the most difficult part of the whole thing. <laughs> you mentioned that your background is in soundtracks rather than the, the commercial music. Could you tell us a bit about how this show compares to maybe other things that you've worked on? Has that been more theatre-focused, more film-focused? Primarily, my stuff has been more theatre-focused, just because I've been working in theatre for a while. And my film stuff is more to do with trailers. I did my first feature last year. Oh, cool. um, that was in Nottingham based and they had a premiere there as well. And then got an international distribution. It differs quite a lot just because sometimes the time frames are quite different. So like for the film, I only had three weeks to create 90 minutes of music. And then with the theatre show, I've been given a few months mm -hmm. to create the soundtrack. But I've also been involved through the development of it. So from when they've started the idea to getting the funding for it, to getting started on everything. So I've been involved a lot earlier on, so I kind of know what I'm in for. Whereas films can be unpredictable, they could be like, right, we've had this composer and he didn't do the job that we asked him to do. We've got this, but our deadline's in three weeks, so can you do it? <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned some of these songs, they've actually won an award actually as part of the short film that Physical produced. Yes. So how much of the songs kind of changed from that film to what we're going to see when the show opens at Belgrade? And what kind of stage are they at at the moment? So there's only three tracks to complete now. Everything is pretty much all cleaned up and ready to go. There's a few songs in there that were... Because when we did that first run of Man About the Boy, I think there was only a month to create about four or five tracks mm -hmm. for the whole video. So it was quite like... I didn't have enough time to clean up everything and um, there was one song in particular which was called uh, Unashamed and that has been like massively revamped since then. So another composer wrote the song, Robbie had the lyrics for it and then he put the music to it and when I was listening to it I felt like it was just very underwhelming especially towards the lyrics that it had because it was very powerful and very a touching song from Robbie's side because it was about him coming out to his mum being accepted by his mum as well so i decided to like take it and bring it into like the new light and i think the greatest showman had happened around then and i decided to go with a big ballad piece that they do in there and kind of like revamp his song into that kind of style and just bring it into a lot more of an emotional state you'll end up hearing that at the show i see it in your eyes someday somehow you'll take me Were there any other songs that you particularly enjoyed working on? Anything that you would want to talk a bit more about? I think the one that I had most fun with was a song we just recently completed, which was All I Need. So when it was first given to me, it was like a very 90s style, very Britney. I made three different versions of the track before we actually came to the final version. 
and we decided on a very old school funk feel to it so it's very Bruno Mars 24k magic feel to it and that was just fun just getting all the samples getting the feel to it and just having fun on the keyboard really and I haven't made a song like that before so it's kind of fun just to play around and just have fun with it. That's why you're staring at the floor And I know that you came here to party Let the music groove your inner body Now baby, work it like you can hurt somebody My thanks to Devesh for joining me for this week's episode of our Belgrade Theatre podcast. Join us again soon for another look behind the scenes of the show.